With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome in, folks, to the after show. It is the show after the show. That's why we call it the after show. See how unique and creative we are here. Justin Barkley. It's just never enough time in the hour that we do our West Michigan Live program from 9 to 10 on Wood Radio in Grand Rapids. Not enough time to get to everything that we need to cover and we need to talk about on days like today, especially. Not enough time to get to all the phone calls if folks want to talk, and I understand that as well. Boy, oh boy. That's what we're going to attempt to do today. we got a great guest. What's happening in Arizona and why it matters. You're not hearing about this anywhere else. And that, folks, it matters. Antrim County right here in Michigan and more. These are things that I think a lot of people have questions about. We'll bring you the latest. Our guest, Patrick Kolbeck, former Michigan State Senator here, will bring you the uh, the latest in updates coming up. We just talked about uh, Gretchen Whitmer, the governor here in Michigan, earlier on the program and her... Let's get back to normal. The back to normal program that she's put in place. She's really looking forward to getting back to normal and what does that look like for her two weeks after i get my second pfizer shot later today i'm going to have a small gathering with a handful of my close friends who i haven't seen in months we're going to have a few oberons we're going to share some laughs and share strategies on how to best embarrass our children mm. it's going to be terrific it's what moms do <laughs> this summer yeah. we can all throw some burgers on the grill catch a tigers game and hit the lake with our friends mm-hmm. we can enjoy our michigan summer like, I like how she's, and I said this earlier, but I like how she says, Oberon's? Like she had to question, is that is this how I say it? Sure, I'm a, I'm a woman of the people. I understand the, I understand their language. Uh, hey, folks, just want to make sure, I got to make sure because this is our first day streaming live. We are on my website. If you're watching this on Facebook or on my Facebook page or on Twitter or on um, YouTube where we're streaming live now, we're actually streaming live now. This is pretty cool on my website, justinbarclay.com slash after show. Uh, so I want to make sure that the audio is playing here. Hang on. Oh, there it is. That, how cool is that? It's ready to go. That was one of the things that you asked for. And you got it. You asked for it and you got it. Facebook gave us the boot. Couple of days back on our actual Wood Radio page, and one of the best things that could have happened for us. So we're building the boats, the lifeboats, trying to figure out ways that you can still engage and we can still have these conversations, no matter what. So that Facebook or Twitter or one of the big tech, they're 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 going to make the decisions they're going to make. But at the end of the day, we want them to matter less, and that's why we're building the lifeboats. Part of the after show. So yeah, Gretchen Whitmer made the big announcement. Uh, it's gonna get. It's gonna take up to seventy percent of the eligible population, five point seven million, according to her plan, tying the jab to the lifting of restrictions that she put in place. But she's putting it on you now. 
70% of the eligible population, 5.7 million Michiganders have to go out and get that first jab. According to uh, this uh, this plan she's using, the VAC to normal plan, in order for them to lift the gathering uh, restrictions, the face masks, and stop issuing similar rules. And then here's the asterisk part that's very important. Unless unanticipated circumstances arise. Now, I asked this earlier, and I still have some folks waiting on the line, but is it, does this make you more or less likely to go out and get this done? I'm just because I think supply now outweighs demand. And if this were so serious, people were very worried about it and concerned. If this were the Black Plague that we thought maybe it was a year ago, we're concerned about, we didn't know, wouldn't people go out and get, and get, wouldn't they be storming the sites like the, the convention center downtown here where, where, where they've got, you know, Lots of empty space now today. You can walk in. You used to have to make appointments. Wouldn't they be storming the gates there trying to get theirs? Instead, we have to spend billions of dollars. The governor is spending billions of dollars to uh, put these messages on radio, television, and everywhere else. And, and including, I said this yesterday, but it's true. I was approached by an organization and asked, would you get it? And then talk about it, and we want to pay you for it. Then I said no. I politely declined. And I said, I don't know if that would work well. I continue to maintain that you should have those conversations. I'm not saying you to get it or not get it, but what I do say is that you probably shouldn't be listening to some talking head on radio or television. Have those pertinent conversations thoughtfully with your health care providers, folks that you trust around you, do some research, and then here's, here's a bigger picture. Enter into some prayer on this. I mean, really think about it. And people have called me crazy. In fact, the governor said yesterday, what's your advice? What's your advice to some of these folks who who are vaccine hesitant? That's their name for it. What do you, what do you say to those folks, governor? And to those family, friends, and neighbors who still have questions about the vaccine, hmm. let me answer some of them and speak directly to you. Okay. Vaccine is safe. It'll protect you, your family, and other people from getting COVID. Well, that's your opinion, but okay, thank you. It has gone through rigorous testing, and over 140 yeah. million Americans have taken it. Yeah, but I mean, it, that was recent. We, you know, we've we've had we've had some adverse side effects. We've heard about those. They've been in the news. Still waiting. I don't update my phone right away. I wait for the. I'm not a beta tester. I wait. So I'm not sold yet. But hang on. The COVID see. vaccine, like others before it, for polio and smallpox is trusted by doctors. Vaccines are our best chance of putting this pandemic behind us and returning to normal. They represent hope. Well, that's not true because I don't know if you're paying attention anywhere else in the country. These facts matter. Florida has returned to normal. Texas has returned to normal. There are states that never left normal, folks. So it's it's not necessarily the best plan for us returning to normal. We could be normal right now, but there are individuals who want to keep us, and a lot of this is politics. She's got to run for re-election. All those people that they shook up and they they induced that fear in last year, maybe it was because of the election, maybe it was because of politics, I don't know. But all those people that they shook up, they have to find a way to walk the line to keep everybody, those, those folks, their base happy, and get things back open because they know if they don't, they're going to, she's going to lose. 
So this is her plan, and it ain't a good one. And healing. Mm -hmm. If you want to learn more, I encourage you to talk to your family doctor, learn what? about the safe, effective vaccines, what? how they can save your life and the lives of those you love. Again, when I said this, I was lambasted by people, crazy folks, who, who emailed me in. And and commented and said, "You're you're 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 going to kill people for saying wait wait for saying you should talk to your your healthcare provider, talk to your doctor." She just said it, but apparently I'm the dangerous one. Okay, let me grab uh, real quickly. Grab another quick call here. Um, let's get this party started with Becky. Becky, I'm sorry you had to wait so long, but I am grateful you did. Thank you for calling. No in. No problem. I was just starting to text you to see if I could get the message that way. But anyway, thank you. Yeah. All right. So I'm a counselor. I have been hearing from people locally, which I'm up by, um, what's his name, Jimmy Jimmy Corey from, I'm up in this area. Um, the restaurant mm -hmm. alludes me now. Jimmy's Roadhouse. But anyway, he's, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy's Roadhouse. I know that. Okay. So my brain went a bunch of different directions, so I was kind of glad I wasn't on the air because I I just have so many things on my mind like everybody else, and your show today was fabulous, and I just felt like it was the most encouraging thing I've heard in a long time. Um, so I'm very concerned about the children. I've encouraged a friend, and we are starting to go to school board meetings up here, and they're saying, supervisors saying, um, Probably kids will be wearing masks all next year. One person said probably the next couple of years. Wow. And I just thought, you know, that's so different than hearing. I can't even listen to that person who is in the Capitol in Lansing. I can't listen. So anyway, I hear snippets from you and other people. But, um, you know, it's just like the opposite. To say with such certainty they're going to be wearing masks again. They are going to doctors and dentists. I keep hearing local stories. You know, kids won't even, they don't dare take their mask down for the dentist or the doctor. They're so afraid they're wow. going to kill their grandma by getting the, the oh. COVID. The fear-mongering is just horrific for these children who are not prepared to deal emotionally with this. Mm -hmm. It is so distressing. And to think, you know, DHHS is who we and other people call in to report suspected child abuse and neglect when there are real situations. Yeah. And now they're the ones who are behind putting the masks on children. It's abuse and neglect. Oof. It's abuse. I mean, they can't breathe. It is illegal. It is, um, you know, it, it, people have shown in several tests that they're not getting enough oxygen even to pass OSHA laws in, for adults in factories you, or workplaces. You, you mentioned so, this. There, there's a story, and I've got the, uh, I didn't, I haven't played it yet, but I do have the video. I'll, I'll try and see if I can play it today. There's a young okay. woman in Oregon who is running yes. track. And it went viral. Yes. The video, I she, heard it. she passes out. I know. Running track because she's forced to wear a mask. Running. While she's running. It is just, and it, she, it is absolutely. She couldn't get the oxygen you know, to breathe. It's asinine. It, it, it's absolutely insane. There is no <clears throat> rhyme or reason or science behind wearing a mask when you're running. The, the science would show that it is absolutely horrifying for anybody to wear a mask while they're playing soccer while they're doing anything I can't and imagine. then i catch a glimpse every once in a while while i'm at jimmy's roadhouse because i don't watch tv <clears throat> of a college 
volleyball game or let's just say the Super Bowl we all saw or many people saw and nobody's wearing masks. They're just I, w- they're I wonder why that is. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The almighty dollar or whatever ratings. I mean, ratings are so down for all of those sports yeah. <laughs> because most of us are smart like you and I and the rest of us who are saying this is insane. There is nothing behind all of this. Okay, I went to watch my dad, my 95-year-old dad, bowl two days ago in Holland. We're, we're in, I'm in West Michigan. And my hometown, he bowled a 201 game, and he's 95. Wow. And he's, he's on a low level of whatever, um, what do I want to say, uh, insulin. Mm because of type 2 but diabetes when he was trying to do some bodybuilding in his 70s and he took you know these power uh, shakes and stuff like that that had a high sugar content but anyway so he's um, that's what he says anyway but he's bowling and I said so dad I said um, I said is anybody pressuring you to take that shot and he goes well they better not because I'm not going to <laughs> He's like ready to meet the Lord. He goes, he doesn't even know why he's being preserved this long. But he's he's mm. giving me World War II stories. He was in World War II for a year he, as an 18-year-old. So he's one of the... Um, the greatest generation. Living, yes. Yeah. And he's, there's about 100,000, <clears> I heard. You know what, I and, and, and I don't mean to cut you off, but I do got to yeah, I, I make I this point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that these folks who, again, they haven't been able to all year... Run around oh, and, and do and see people Good, and their family members, especially if they've been in care facilities here, uh, in, in in Grand Rapids, the, the veterans' home. Uh, they weren't even allowed to see uh, visitors until recently. It's it's know, absolutely insanity. And a lot of these people right. have said over and over again. They said, "Listen, yeah. because the whole argument has been made. You know, we got to do this so we can preserve. You know, the yeah. see these people have said, look, uh, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to meet yeah. my maker.'" Uh, yeah. We don't want to ruin our future generations for the so that this exactly. conversation, I, I don't think has ever really been uh, reasonably had, and we continue to be uh, uh, you know Thank you. put in fear yeah. and uh, and I, look we got to have these conversations. Just know you're not alone, and I, I appreciate know, you I calling to, to to talk this Thank morning. You. And I I hope you can get out to people. Go to your local school board meetings. They're not going to advertise that you're allowed to come and that you're allowed to speak. But ours here, you're allowed to give a two-minute talk, each person who comes. We are gathering more and more people all the time saying, just come. We'll start going all to the local school, uh, public schools and going to their board meetings and telling parents through the newspaper and other ways, Mm -hmm. you can homeschool. You can put your kids in a Christian school where they're not wearing masks. You can do these things. You can build co-ops. You are capable. Well, and even if you're working. And you Becky, know. you mentioned mass with the kids. I can't imagine, but now yeah. they want to yeah. shoot them up with with this thing. And oh, I and I. Oh, oh, yes. One more thing. I just watched a video of a woman in the UK who said there were a million people gathered because they are sick of them coming after the children. They are starting the same thing, age 12 and up, and a million people gathered in the U.K. to march and Mm -hmm. say, we will not have it. A hundred-year-old man who said, we will not have this. They don't need to get this vaccine. So we need to gather more, see what they're doing tomorrow. I'm so glad you advertised that. I'm going to try to go, although I hate getting around crowds right now just because I don't want to get all that stuff from people's shedding and whatever if they are, are doing that. But I hear enough about it that it's a possibility. 
Anyway, it's just those are the people we have to look out for. And yet the great divide that they're trying to push, go go tell your neighbor, get the vax. And then other people like us who are listening to common sense, we're saying don't get the vax. You know, I mean, it's just like, yeah. anyway, it's it's crazy. I, so, I appreciate the call, Becky. Thank you so much. I got, you know, I got to run. But listen, I, I, I appreciate you being patient and waiting through with us in the after show. I love to get to these calls and to hear from you. And if you can't call in or you can't be a part, you can always join the chat as the after show is rolling here. You can text me at 616-201-3353 as well. Uh, I got an email here from uh, Pat McRae who says, hey, you know what? couple of questions here. What's missing from the governor's plan? Or it's only a third, the people getting the jab, only a third of the population to get us to herd immunity. Other groups missing, those who have already had COVID and recovered, it's a lot of folks, he said. And that's true, that, that, that tested positive or were sick and recovered. And then, two, those who have had it and remained asymptomatic, perhaps never even knew they had it. The latter group is, by many accounts, the largest group of all, with some estimates putting this group at three to six times the number of confirmed cases. So he makes a great point. There is a lot of issues with the governor's plan uh, amongst them those. Here's the story, and we'll put this on our show notes as well. But this is the runner who passed out. You can see her flat on her face there. Um, it's such a sad story, but she's flat on her face. The video is tough to watch, but I did watch it, and... Um, I, I just encourage you to because they'd made changes in Oregon because of this. After this event happened, they made changes. It's sad to think about how many kids have to suffer and what has to happen in order for change to be able to made. Uh, on uh, on the uh, the stream with us now, we welcome into the program a good friend, uh, former Michigan State Senator Patrick Colbeck. Patrick, thanks for being here with us today. And of course, uh, you are going to be—I think we just talked about this at this at this rally tomorrow here in Grand Rapids. Yeah, it's it's good to um, good to be with you again, Justin. I mean, all the calls that have been happening are are spot on. And one of the things we're going to be doing at that rally tomorrow is make sure that more people are aware of exactly what we're talking about on your show today, because you're not hearing that anywhere else. And, and that should be a, a big concern to everybody. Mm -hmm. um, what we were talking about with uh, going to the school boards and taking over school boards, Becky was spot on with that. You know what happened in Vail, Arizona? They actually went out to one of the school boards. The parents came out there in force and uh, demanded that their kids didn't have to wear these stupid masks anymore. Mm -hmm. And all the school board resigned. So they elected a new school board with the parents <laughs> that were there in the hall at the meeting <laughs> and took over their school board. I think that's what it's going to have to take in a lot of cases here. Um, this is uh, this has gotten to the point where our republic is indeed in distress. And and that's what that's what we're going to be talking about tomorrow. Not just about amplifying the fact that we're in distress, but what, what can we do about it? What can we do like the parents out in Vail, Arizona, who took control of their school board? Yeah. Patrick Colbeck, former state senator here with us right now. On the after show, if you're streaming this live, you can uh, join in the chat there. You can also text us if you'd like to join the program. Uh, as well, but we are streaming live, and if you're listening to this later on on the podcast as well, make sure you click share no matter where you're watching this. If you're watching it live or taped later on, share this conversation because people need to hear about it. I wanted to get a quick update from Patrick about what's happening in Arizona. Uh, not just that school board meeting, but there's some yeah. big things happening in Arizona. You're not hearing about it and why it matters. 
there's an audit happening. And in fact, there's been a lot of back and forth. I haven't covered it much on the show because it's a lot of uh, legal uh, issues. And we, I wanted to do this justice and talk about it. And we'll have somebody probably next week on from Arizona to talk more about it. But Pat, what is happening? What is the audit? Why is that taking place? And what's been happening over the course of this last week with the legal battles? Well, first of all, you know, there's this disturbing trend where nobody wants us to get to the bottom of what happened in the election. So all the people who are claiming that this is the most secure, most fair and transparent election in history are doing everything that they can to prevent us from actually getting access to the information related to how that. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That election happened, and that's what's happening in... Maricopa County in Arizona. Uh, Maricopa County is pretty much, I think, like 60-some percent of the population in Arizona, that one county. And so um, they're in the midst of an audit right now of over 2 million ballots. So that's a, that's a significant uh, task. And uh, the Democrats have been filing attempt after attempt after attempt to stop the actual conduct of the audit. They got one of the initial judges to recuse himself because he had a... Uh, um, one of his uh, former staffers uh, worked for one of the firms conducting the audit by the name of Cyber Ninjas, who actually helped us out in Michigan as well, up in Antrim County. Um, it was not a direct uh, um, issue, frankly, from a um, ethical perspective, but just from the appearance of it, he decided to recuse himself. And uh, you know what? He got replaced by a Democrat judge that has many more things that he should be recusing himself of than that judge. But so far, that judge has held firm on making sure that the Democrats' attempts to issue a, an injunction on the uh, audit um, have not been successful. So he's letting the audit go forward. And if you want to watch the audit, there's some uh, live web feeds. You can see what's actually happening on, out in uh, Arizona. It's probably going to take him about two months to actually pull together the report, talking about what actually happened there. So it's uh, entirely feasible that we may have news coming out of Antrim County before we have news coming out of Maricopa County because the hearing for uh, Antrim County in Michigan is scheduled for, or the trial actually is, is scheduled for June, uh, second week of June. So um, there's a lot of stuff hot happening. I think when it happens, it's gonna happen really quick. And uh, Arizona, Antrim County, we got Fulton County going on in Georgia where there's another audit that's going on. There's a lot of stuff popping, and the stuff that we're finding, frankly, is pretty damning for those who claim that this was a free and fair election. This yeah. was anything but a free and fair election. It was a selection, not an election, and uh, it's got to be fixed. Well, well, here's what I here's what I say, and I, I and either way, I do believe that there are issues with the election that we know about. They've actually admitted, and and I'll see. We don't have to look very far as that they made all these rule changes. In fact, in Michigan, a judge ruled that the Secretary of State broke the law by telling people that she they didn't have to these clerks that they didn't have to look at and verify the uh, signatures on absentee Which I guess ballots. is a form of human error. If you break the law, that that is something to do in error, and that's how they classified it. Other people call that breaking the law, though. 
she she broke the law, and uh, and, and so the the judge ruled this. This happened in Michigan. This is this is legit. You don't have to go too far down a rabbit hole. Uh, you know, you don't have to get your tinfoil hat on, Pat. You and I, we could just look at some of these very now. The fact we're not even allowed to have these conversations is disturbing that's, to me. This is that's really more disturbing than, than what's happening. Frankly, that's the most concerning part about it. We can no longer have this dialogue back and forth. I don't know if you saw um, Mike Lindell's appearance on Jimmy Kimmel. That's what week. I was going to ask you about. How did that go? Um, well, I, I mean, Mike knew that it was, he was going into a hornet's nest. And sure enough, you know, Jimmy Kimmel did everything he could to marginalize Mike Lindell's testimony before he even had a chance to say one word. He had a yeah. guest on before Mike that was uh, appearing in a um, bed surrounded by a bunch of pillows to mock him and lampoon him. Then they had an actual... Um, uh, what do they call those impersonator, a Mike Lindell impersonator come on that completely Mike uh, mocked Mike. And then when Jimmy Kimmel introduced Mike, he uh, proceeded to try to say everything he could to make him feel like he was about two inches tall. But you know what? Through it all, Mike Lindell gave a Christian testimony. He kept a smile. He took all the mm. jabs. He took all the all the insults with a smile. And when he had his opportunity to speak and testify to the truth, that's exactly what he did. And, um, and you know, light shines in darkness. And that's what happened with Mike. What, why would Jimmy Kim, I mean, I, I guess I understand he's probably trying to make fun of this whole situation and discredit Mike in this, in this deal, but why would he, why would he have him on? It seems like he's opening the door to folks going down, maybe being aware, becoming aware and looking into this stuff. And at some point that's th those seeds are, they're, they're, they're going to, I mean, they're, they're going to, they're going to bloom. Yeah. What, uh, what they intended for evil, God turned around for good. And yeah. we knew what we were getting into with this. And, and Mike Lindell knew about it. I was there when we were going off discussing whether or not to do it or not. There was no hesitation. Mike saw this as an opportunity to reach a group of people yeah. who had never heard the words election and fraud together in mm -hmm. the same sentence since discussion of the fake Russian collusion around 2016. Mm -hmm. They've never heard about that in context of the 2020 election. So he had an opportunity to go off and testify to the truth to an audience that knows, likely knows something's wrong, but can't quite put their finger on it. Now they know somebody who does know exactly what happened and they're going to do some investigating. So you know, this is a case where, yeah. you know, in their hubris, they decided to go off and try to make an example out of Mike Lindell. But I think God turned it around. And and uh, if you look at a lot of the comments around the show, it turned around for good. There's there's a fire of truth seeking that was started with his appearance. And that's exactly what we were hoping for. So if people want to look into this, maybe they're hearing for the first time. Uh, what do you suggest, Pat? Where do they start? I know you got a website, pretty great website called Let's Fix Stuff dot org podcast there as well. Uh, where you, yeah. you've been detailing this stuff. Uh, Pat is, just so you know, if you've never heard of this guy before, not only is a former uh, Michigan state senator, but, I mean, he worked with NASA setting up the International Space Station, amongst other things. The guy uh, is a pretty sharp guy uh, and and, and uh, very well intended for, for all intents and purposes. This is somebody, again, that they've they've tried to, uh, at every turn, tried to discredit, but I find those attempts to be, uh, well, to be rather lacking. Uh, but, but Patrick, you, I mean, what should people do if they want to look into this a little further? Well, first, 
get informed. I mean, that's why your show and the after show now is so important because there are very, very few venues where you can actually get the truth. Um, if you go to my website at letsfixstuff.org, you'll highlight that um, there are reports around this uh, U of M professor, J. Alex Holderman, who put a, he was a technical expert on voting systems and he put out a report around um, the, that was intended to go off and dismiss the uh, plaintiff's uh, technical report by the ASAG group. And uh, all the media headlines on it were like uh, very dismissive saying that it, it totally um, debunked the whole uh, case around Antrim County fraud. And I, I, I actually provided the actual assessment that Halderman put out there. I put the ASOG report that he was attempting to blast into submission up there as well. And I also put up testimonies from other technical experts. And I just did a straight up comparison of what actually was said and what wasn't said. And the media completely mischaracterized what the report actually said and uh, and what was actually in the report. They tried to make it so they dismissed it. And they in the headlines, they they you know, that's all they're doing is pushing the fact that it completely dismantled the uh, case in Antrim County. It did nothing of the sort. And at Let's Fix Stuff, I go off and do a systematic review of observation by observation. What did Halderman say? What did ASOG say? What did the other experts say? And I provide all that information for the readers to go off and assess on their own. Don't don't take my word on it either. I mean, I, tr I try to do my best on this stuff here, but I'm, I'm human, but uh, take a look. I try to be as objective as possible. And what this all points to is that what the media is pushing is propaganda. It is not the truth. And you need to do more digging. I hate to say this. It takes more work to do this because you have to verify all your sources. What I'm trying to do at letsfixstuff.org is actually provide you with all the source information I use to draw my conclusions so that you can be informed as you see fit. That's what we need to be doing as a, as a country right now. And that's why tomorrow at the event, uh, that May Day event with uh, um, our, our grassroots group, uh, Grassroots for Michigan, um, organized it. Um, that's why it's so important because that's the only way we can get out real information nowadays. Yeah. Well, uh, there'll be plenty of those, I'm sure, all throughout the summer uh, because people uh, will continue to want to talk about what's happening. You're not alone. I think it's important for you to know that. Everybody I talk to, folks, you're not the only one out there that has questions or, or that thinks, man, this stuff is a little weird. Uh, regardless of what, what it is that you're dealing with, um, I will tell you, uh, I talk to people every single day, every single day. And folks like uh, Deborah saying, Deborah Ann right now, thank you for all you do. And and uh, and she's saying prayers uh, and God bless, uh, Patrick. Uh, your prayers are, are welcome and they are needed because uh, these folks that are standing up like Patrick, you know, they're looking into things and they you know, they just want the truth. They just they just want the truth. Um, but there are a lot of folks right now that don't want you to hear maybe necessarily what the truth is. And um and that's, I think that should be concerning to all of us. Uh, we're going to continue to do this. We've made big, drastic changes. We had some issues with Facebook on our on our radio station account earlier this week. I talked a little bit about that. It's okay. We're moving forward. Uh, we are building the lifeboats. So you now know you can stream this if you want to stream live at 10 a.m. every day. Over on my website, Justin Barclay, B-A-R-C-L-A-Y, JustinBarclay.com. You can stream, stream live like people are doing right now. We're also on uh, YouTube. We're on Twitter. 
Uh, we're on my personal Facebook page and tell all that. <laughs> but we're building the lifeboats because um, we we really need to make sure that we have ways to communicate. One of those things, uh, going to Patrick's website, you know, let's fix stuff. Uh, org is another place where you can go and you can, you know, stay in contact with him on things. Go on over to my website, you know, justinbarclay.com slash good news and get the good news so that you make sure that you are staying in touch with me no matter what happens. These are the things that we need to continue to do so that we can have these conversations on a daily basis. Patrick, I just appreciate you being here. And, and again, we will have you back to talk more about this next week because there's plenty happening right now. As it's Today, there's going to be a few things dropping out of Antrim County, so stay tuned. Um, although you, I don't know what you can tune to for the latest on this, but follow Justin on his Twitter feed because if I can get it out to him, I'm going to get it out to him or whatever mechanism yep. you see fit. But uh, I think Patty Driscoll had a great idea here. It said, time to start protesting our news stations. You guys, if you really want to get to the center of where this information war is right now, it's at our news station. So I know you can't say that, uh, Justin, but I will uh, make a plea for making sure that people understand that we know that we're not getting the truth from these guys. Yeah. Always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you for all you do. And I appreciate folks tuning in for the after show today. All right. Knock them alive. Thank you, Patrick. You too. Again, folks, share this. Whether you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, no matter where you are, share it with people. If you're listening to, uh, you know, uh, the the, uh, the podcast, maybe later online, you could click share on that thing and share it with people that need to hear what's happening because we need to get the message out there. Obviously, it's not happening anywhere else. And uh, I don't know. I just think these impo- these conversations are important. Whether you think I'm full of it, whether you think Patrick's full of it. Uh, we should all be able to still have these conversations together. We should be able to come together as people and listen to each other and say, okay, well, I, you know, it's a free country. I don't necessarily agree with that. But at the end of the day, you know, I agree with your right to, to think and, and differently. And, of course, I agree with uh, the ability to maybe have these conversations that we continue, this, this open dialogue. That's, I think, the most important thing for us to do. But when we label things in a certain way and, and discredit people in a certain way, we're automatically shutting us or folks down. We're shutting people down. And that's not healthy. It's not healthy for any of us. Uh, by the way, you can get the good news letter. Uh, I share all kinds of great things in there. This is where I'm, I'm keeping people uh, updated on some of the things that are happening. Of course, uh, I get, get to share not just uh, the crazy bad news that you hear on a daily basis, but some of the good things as well. I'll even share some things that I find inspiring from time to time in there. I uh, just want to uh, address some of the things on the chat real quick. Uh, and thank you for joining us on the chat, too. A lot of good good folks on chat today. Um, it is loading up. Let's see. Where is that? That was back in June. Let's see. Okay, Tracy said, you're all making me feel stupid for getting the shot. I got it because I wanted to see my elderly parents and grandparents. And Tracy, I would say, don't, don't feel that way. I, 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 I'm not saying that personally. I don't know who said, maybe somebody said that in the, in the, in the chat or something earlier, but if you're still listening, don't feel that way. All I'm saying is if you want to go get it, go get it. If you don't want to go get it, don't, don't get it. Talk to, you know, the, 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 the folks that you trust and make 
those decisions with people that you trust around you. And then we need to also respect each other's decisions. But what I see that really disturbs me lately, not just uh, it's been throughout the entire last year, but it's about it was through math. And now we're seeing um, we're seeing the same thing occur and happen when it comes to uh, the shot. The uh, governor is now saying, look, in order to open everything back up, everyone has to go out and get the jab, the Fauci ouchie. And I just think that's dangerous. It's divisive because it's putting everything and the responsibility on other people. It's dividing us even further. And that is not what we need in this time. Last year, we saw over the mask situations, uh, some fights. We saw confrontations. In fact, we saw uh, one man killed here in Michigan. Maybe two, actually two. There was one that was stabbed and one that was shot on the other side of the state because people were having these, 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 uh, these arguments about this stuff. Look, if the mask work, then you should be able to wear one and not care what everybody else is doing. The vaccine works. The jab works. Folks who are most vulnerable have had the opportunity to get that, and we're ready to move forward. In fact, they've done it in Florida. They've done it in Texas. And the record, the science, the data shows. Now we see that the science and the data our governor was using here is political science. Unfortunately, uh, that's the kind of thing that we can see uh, from time to time here. And uh, I, I just wish we saw less of it. Because in order to, to, to move forward, in order to get this thing done and move past it, you know, we, we've got to, in a lot of ways, come together and just drop this silly, all of these, you know, back and forth arguments. That's it. I, I think about this uh, quite often is, you know, my daughter is, you know, she's just just a baby, um, you know, born just, you know, she will be, let's see, five months in just a few days, born, born three months early. But I think about what the world's going to look like, what that's going to be like for her as she grows up and goes into the world. And the world that I want to leave for her These things should concern all of us, for our children, for our grandchildren, the fact that we can't even have these conversations. Where does that lead? The truth is, even though folks, they don't want us to be able to have these conversations or they think that we can, we really can. And so we will, because government doesn't give us that right. Our creator does. It comes from God. Every one of our rights. So I will continue to have those conversations. And I would encourage you to have those conversations as well. In fact, don't just have them with me. Don't just have them with other folks, you know, online. Have them with people that you love and you care about. Have them in a loving way, in a kind and caring way, in a firm way. Stick to your guns. Stick to your beliefs. But at the end of the day, I think that we should be able to have these conversations with people and do our best to do that in the coming days. Well, that is going to wrap it up for the after show today. If you uh, if you were able to join us, like I said, if you're on the stream watching, maybe you didn't see the whole thing, you go back and check out the podcast. Get it wherever you get your podcast. We stream it on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, as well as my website now, 
justinbarclay.com slash aftershow. But you can download the podcast and listen. Share these streams if you're watching live or go back and share them on all the other platforms later. Or you can also just click share from those podcasts so that folks that uh, you love and care about can hear this. Get the message. The good news. All right, that's going to do it for us today and uh, kick off the weekend. Back on Monday, God willing, 906, live on the radio here in Grand Rapids, News Radio with 1300 and 106.9 FM. Deborah says, give blood, then see if you've had COVID. Now, that's interesting. Are they testing for antibodies on that? I would like to know because uh, I know there's some folks who who have uh, who've asked the very questions and brought that up. We'll look into it. Thanks, guys. Make it a great weekend. I wish you the best. God bless. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.